Ace Podcast. Weird. What's going on, Craig? I'm looking. Somebody's at somebody's at the Leeberry Annex. I saw that doorbell. We are at the Annex today. Yeah, somebody's at the doorbell, but he's not moving. He looks kind of suspicious. Oh, there he comes. He's coming up. It looks like you. It's me. It's it's a, you're living in the past again. Oh, I am. How dang, are you? Dang you! You're just like weird looking on that thing. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm. Uh, hold on. Let me clear the doorbell out here. Me Go ahead. Let me tell Go you. Ahead. In, case, in case somebody shows up, we need to know. So I'm uh, good. We're at the Annex because they uh, the Leeberry Studios burned down. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, it didn't burn down. <laughs> But it does have an odor, and uh, they're trying to figure out what that odor is. <laughs> it's an old building. Actually, they rebuilt the thing. Actually, we couldn't make it tonight because of various reasons. One being that we're lazy. That's not true at all. Actually, the, the schedules, as the Brits might say, didn't work out for we us. We were scheduled there yesterday. We were scheduled. And, uh, but I had, I had things up. going on. You had things going yes, on. Yes. Not, that, not that the podcast is important. I mean, we important. have other things. We, we, look, when we're not sitting around being awesome <laughs> for a couple shows a week... <laughs> We're out there being awesome for the rest of the world, and it tugs on you. Well, if this is your first time listening to Weird, my name is Aaron. And I'm Craig, and I, we're not usually this narcissistic. We no, just we're try to, never we are. We entertain ourselves. Uh, but welcome to the Weird News Podcast. We're uh, not really narcissistic, but we're kind of a big deal. We bring you the best in Weird News coverage, and we're here so that you do not... You don't... You do not... <laughs> you no longer have to watch the network news or local news. You can get all the important news you right those here. trash papers that are at the store. Skip that stuff. You can, except for the Inquirer. They're pretty good. Because but, inquiring uh, minds want to know. True, true. And Craig, I got shout outs. You Is got that, shouted do you, at? Do you mind? I want to shout out to Holly. Holly from Muck Boots. Am I on a different thing than you? Because I don't have that. I'm, no, I just know this. I'm just... Oh. Uh, I'm, com- I'm coming in tonight with shout outs. You got shout outs. So Holly. You, so you're... These are unauthorized uh, shout-outs. No, we didn't discuss this in the band meeting. So they're meeting. unauthorized shout-outs. You, you were throwing your fit in the band meeting. I because, had to say, Because Listen. your technology is bad. <laughs> it doesn't, none calm, of your stuff's not working. Calm down right now. Okay, anyway, you know I got a new job, right? You know. I'm, yeah. Well, yeah. so my very first night at this new job, closing, uh, I was by myself in this area where I'm working. Yeah. Holly comes in. Was it scary? And helps me work circles around me. And Holly doesn't even work there. No, she doesn't. She's a rap. Holly's a as a rapper. That's not the that's not she's the best a, part. She's a rap. So the next day I go in to open. Yeah. By myself again. You find that Holly's living in a tent. Here comes Holly. Living in a tent in Helping the store. me again. And also my second shout out is to Nikki, because she's another rep. She showed up and helped all day Saturday. So these we pe- knocked it out. You do realize these people are living in the store. They may be. I hope so because they're 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 fun to have around and, and well uh, yeah because they're helping you do your work you oh, lazy Holly, Mary Holly went home Friday night listened to the podcast came back and told me about it on uh, Holly's our friend on Saturday yeah Holly's our friend did she yeah. lay, she lay, she gave you know you said she gave you an earful <laughs> yeah she said stop ever make she me said, listen to that again what are y'all doing stop and then Nikki promised she would listen so this is their shout out so. Well, and, that's nice. well I'm glad to have him on board and uh, you should you really do Aaron a favor by letting him do his own work yeah. Don't help him. <laughs> no, no. Thanks so much for for both you guys' help. Hey, if they're reps for something good, can I get a discount? Yes, they are very good. Oh, they got good good, good boots. Yes, both oh, of them. Boots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they? They got pointy Mexican boots. No, 
No, they're not. I want the really pointy ones. What would you just ones. call them? Roach killers? I don't know. I didn't call them that. Yeah, because you could crush a roach in a corner with them. Wow. Yeah. That sounds exciting. But anyway, Carrie Walker, super listener, Carrie Walker. <sighs> Newlywed. Newlywed. Carrie Walker uh, sent us a note on Facebook about the tri- tricycle car story. We yeah. Had. Uh, he said it still creeps him out, and he left a bunch of screamy faces. To be fair, we creep him out also. <laughs> yeah, but that from episode 200, because we we played that in the uh, top 10, remember? Right. Yeah. And then our another super listener, Jason Ingle. He said, mail call. Thanks to Craig and Aaron, especially Craig, for not knowing the cover of I Ran, nope. originally by A Flock no, of the no, Seagulls. No. Let's be very clear about something, <laughs> Jay. Jay yeah. A Flock of the Seagulls. A Flock of the Seagulls. He's making fun of me. So uh, let's let's have let's get something straight there, Je. Um, I do know the cover. I know the song clearly. I didn't know the crap cover that he played. It's not a crap cover. It was a good cover. I don't even remember it. That's how much I've taken out of my oh, brain man. already. Good, great. We, we got no contest. Uh, oh, it's, it's our Friday episode. Movie reviews. Uh, yeah, I saw a movie. What'd you see? I, saw, I you know I don't watch because I don't have Movie Pass anymore. Yeah. So I'll see stuff on video now. Right, right. And I saw. I finally got around to seeing the Baba Duke. I would say Baba Don't. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty big deal when it came out. I remember a lot of people talking about it. I saw it. I, I, uh, I had to, it was one of those I had to read after I watched it to try to figure out what the heck I just watched. <laughs> yeah. And and best it could come up with was it was a psychological everything in the movie. Well, you got to watch the movie. Yeah. But it was it was more or less a it was a symbolic of her mental state. The whole movie. What do you get? Uh, I'm gonna give it like uh, out of five Baba Don'ts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it a one. One. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I saw, Craig, you don't know this because I didn't tell you in the band meeting. I saw Black Klansman. That sounds racist. It was awesome. I don't know what that is. I give it. I mean, I know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's, it's a true story yeah. uh, of a black uh, undercover detective who infiltrated uh, the KKK. Oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah. So I, I, and I'm trying to remember. There were some people that I knew that were actually in that movie. That I was like, oh, I might want to see that. But again, no movie pass, no movie for Craig. Well, I went to see it on movie pass, opening weekend. I'm it was. surprised you can actually go see uh, it, and it was it was enjoyable. I give it four out of five hoods. I don't know if that's. I don't even know if that's appropriate. Well, it's what it's, you just said. It, it, <laughs> I would say. I would say well, burning crosses. I'm not gonna I, do that. I, I would say I would just stick with stars. Maybe no. No. Uh, no. Uh, it just, was funny. The two I, cops that infiltrated it. See, one of them called the black guy, called him up, called, and he was actually talking to David Duke. Oh wow! Yeah, but uh, he 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 uh, and David Duke was saying, you know, I can tell black people by the way they talk, and he was like, oh really? <laughs> but then they had to find an officer that was white that could go to the actual clan meetings and things. So, so well, two yeah. officers were playing the same guy. One on the phone was the black guy that started the whole thing. Yeah, and the other guy. It's a true story. It's a true story. Yeah. And it was really good. Still not sure about your rating system. Like I said, I give it four out of five hoods. I'm not sure that's a proper rating Why system. Why not? I'm just going to apologize because someone out there will be offended by no, that. No, they can't be. But but then again. I'm not it, wearing a hood. Well, not. But they're in the movie. In the wintertime, I've seen you wear a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, but that's different. Do you remember the movie uh, Mississippi Burning? Yeah. I remember that being yeah. a really good movie. That was a good movie. Okay, I saw another movie on Netflix that I'd like to discuss called Ex Machina. Yeah, I don't. I I don't. I didn't watch that. Uh, James came in and he said, "Dad, you got to watch this movie." Now it is not a family friendly movie. 
good grief. So why are you here talking about it? Because it was because a you've got mind, nothing else to go for. It was a mind twister. The the last three minutes so made it. Try sitting across the table from you. <laughs> the last three minutes made it a great. I'll save, well, you, actually, I'll save you the subscription. Let me tell you what it's about. Do you know what it's about? I, Have you heard I did. about it? I can't remember. It's, it's like the guy that invented Google. Yeah. Okay, he holds yeah. he holds a contest for one of his employees to come spend a week and hang out with him. That's right. And the guy ends up having to test this. Uh, a new AI, yeah, and, and artificial it, intelligence, yeah. yes, and uh, that's that's what the uh, what the, you're running the movie on. was about, yeah, yeah. That's great. I'll, that really was a good story. It had a beginning. I will give had it a little bit of a middle. And I, I will give it four out of five AIs, but it's not family friendly, so beware. You may have to skip through some scenes like I did. Yeah, like you skipped through them. <laughs> yeah, yes, I did skip through them. I just, uh, I, I can't. I can't watch. There's nothing I'm really watching. I can't come up with a movie I want to see right now. Okay, what about TV show? Are there any TV shows you, you know like? What's, you know what's funny, and uh, I won't say who it was, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is potential. I'm not gonna name names. I'm gonna try to say this without. I quit watching Fear of the Walking Dead because it was Absolutely. really boring. Absolutely. So I went back. It's extremely boring. I went back and watched the first two or three episodes of this season because they crossed Morgan from the original show over into this show, and. He's now on this show. He's walked across the invisible line there from one world into another now. So there, basically, I'm just going to say the the one person on the show that I think is the only really great actor on that show got killed. Like I, I watched three episodes. Well, why watch it? Well, that was my point. I, oh, okay. I sit down. I give it a second chance. I sit down by the third show. The only reason I had left to watch the show, except for maybe. What was Gar- it? It was. It was one of the people on Fear the Walking Dead, but oh, okay. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Okay. The only the only person left on the show now that I would watch it for is an actor named Garrett Dillahunt, which is like he's a, you know him from uh, Raising what was the comedy Raising Hope? It beats the, me. Uh, anyway, and he was on the Terminator Sarah Connor series. Uh, he's a he's a really great actor. I really like Sarah guy. Connor. And uh, get down, get down, <laughs> get down, Sarah Connor, get down to the chopper. <laughs> I need your boots. <laughs> so. Um, you can't get on the chopper. <laughs> too too much shampoo in that bottle. Too many. Get down. You you <laughs> draw your you shades and your cottons. You you cannot bring TSA. <laughs> not let you on chopper with that. This has got really weird. So anyway, um, um, uh, so that so I started to watch that, and oh, so I started to watch. Also, I started to watch a um, the kind of dark comedy Insatiable on. Yeah, and I've seen and a lot it's of actually ads stars the guy. It stars the guy that was on the original Walking Dead as the governor's sidekick, the scientist doctor guy, whatever. I, I, Walking Dead to me is. I got, just, I'm, I'm using it as a reference. I, I understand, yeah, but, but even I, add, even as a reference, it makes me not want to. What watch you're failing something. to understand is I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so so so. Well, while we're I on just AMC. want to tell my story. Oh, so I'm you, watching Insatiable. Okay, because you interrupted me. I was trying to say it goes back to Walking Dead. That guy's on. And Insatiable, the first couple of shows, just had me crying. It was just funny. Seriously? Yeah. But but, but the third one just yawned me to death. Okay. I, was, I, was, I was bored with it. So I really haven't gone back to watch a fourth one. And again, it's not family friendly. It's kind of got... You know, yeah, that's what I got from the commercial. Um, that's why I didn't watch it. Yeah, I kind of right, knew. Right. Like knew ahead don't. of time. Because I'm sure you would... Okay, I'm doing the quotey thing. You would fast forward. <laughs> Let's stick with AMC for a second. Because Better Call Saul's back. Who cares? Who cares? That's the, the best show since uh, Breaking Bad. I thought we were talking about weird news on this show. And there's a brand new show on AMC I want to mention. It's called Lodge 49. Oh, you know what? Is it, I hope it's better than Lodge 48. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you haven't seen it, check it out because it is good. It's really good. Launch 48 was that one that was up in the mountains. <laughs> Whatever. It was overlooking the water. <laughs> Are you and ready the guy, for this? No way, and the guy fell off at the end. He was hanging onto the side. It was a cliffhanger. Top story. <laughs> you like that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Yeah, you snorted. <laughs> Woman had a contact lens stuck in her eye for 28 years. We had another story about a lady who kept piling them on top of each <laughs> she other. She had like 14 in one eye, and they had to remove them surgically. This is not that woman. Why did they remove her eyes? <laughs> this is not that woman. Contact lenses can be a hassle. Yes, they can. And having one stuck in your eye is a very irritating and sometimes painful experience. That especially happened if, to me when I was Especially if they're inside out. Ooh, now, I did have that happen. You have yeah. that happen. That's not... It's not, it's not, it's not as much pain, pain as it is... Uh, well, not pain in the truest sense of pain. Not pain like it's, I feel it, like it really, sitting across from you. Something like that. But it's just it's just not comfortable. But anyway, sometimes people don't realize that there's something in there at all. Because, you know. That's a good contact, contact lens a, right I there. One, I've got one. You know, I went to put my second contact. I got two contacts now. Finally. I used to have one. I'm glad you can afford two now. I know you only wore one for years. <laughs> so, so, well, it was bad because if I wanted to look out of my right eye, I'd have to take it out of my left and put it in the right one. I looked out the window. I said, why is Craig walking in circles? <laughs> no, I said, one contact. So, at least I have those lizard eyeballs. He eye- thinks he's going straight. I don't have those lizard eyeballs like you do that just kind of <laughs> pop out of the side of my head. Whatever. So, um, uh, Mom's going to get mad at you. I need to put my button back on here. Yeah, my, my hurt feelings Yeah, we button. almost had a real soundboard again tonight, but then we didn't almost substandard <laughs> program that he had running over there. But anyway, uh, so my contact—I got my I, right now. I'm only wearing one again because my right, what? my right contact, which is for distance, it tore. It's going I've the ne- distance. I've never had one tear before, and that's a common thing that happens. But I've never had it happen before. It's going for speed. So I didn't. I I said I can live without the distance. I need the up close is all I really need because that's what I had for the longest time. I don't need the distance anyway. I don't need the speed. So I want to wait until the first of the month when I swap contacts because I don't want to be like. Yeah, you don't want to throw off the calendar. I don't want to throw off like have one new one in my one old one in my right. eye or get rid of the one that's still good. Yeah, I was like, I don't need that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. But anyway, back to context. A 42-year-old woman in the UK unknowingly carried around a contact lens inside her eye. That is not uh, accurate. It was on top of her eye. I don't know. For 28 years, according to I bet it was a new her paper, <laughs> it could have been published in the journal uh, BMJ Case Report. That, oh, yeah. I, still, I subscribe to that. Um, doctors found it after she complained of a swollen eye. She just swelled up. <laughs> A lump above her left eye had it's grown. Like my ear. <laughs> you got a contact stuck in your ear? Yeah, maybe that's what made You're it. You're not using remember, it right. You remember my big ear? Yeah, I can't. Good I, night. It goes with your whole giant head. Couldn't fit it through the door, man. It's huge. Um, a, you still got that great big pillow? Yes, I do. A lump above her left eye had grown and gotten painful to the touch. Her eyelid also drooped slightly, <laughs> though the woman said it had been uh, around for a while but never bothered her. The droop. The Not dro- the, eye. the droop. She was born with the eye. Yeah, she was born with the eye. Her vision was fine, and her eye appeared otherwise normal with no unusual discharge gross. or anything. They just use the word discharge to make you feel gross. I only like the word discharge if I'm if, leaving the hospital. Yeah, or the getting out of the army or something. Yeah. The problem seemed mostly to be that swollen lump, like the one across from me. <laughs> Doctors took. I'm not as swollen as I used to be. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Doctors took an MRI scan to try to figure out what it was. The scan clearly showed a lump of some kind above her eye with characteristics consistent with a cyst. 
So they decided to do surgery to remove the lump. As the surgeons tried to remove the cyst, it ruptured. See, I told you. I told you it was inside her eye. Inside. Well, it was it was a cyst that had formed around the contact, apparently. Cyst. I said cyst. Yeah, that's what I call my sister. Like, I call my brother cyst. bro. No, bros. <laughs> Can I finish? Go ahead. The lens, this lens, was extremely fragile. It was from Italy. It was fragile. <laughs> It must be Italian. The um, the paper's authors wrote. Well, sure it is. It's 28 years old. Once they pulled it out, doctors confirmed that it was a rigid gas permeable lens. Colloquially, I don't like that word because it's hard to say. Colloquially yeah. known as a hard contact lens. If it was a true hard contact lens, it would have been slicing her eye up. How, how did she leave it in? I mean, you don't forget a hard, well, a hard contact. A hard contact you can't. My sister, when we were kids, back in the early 30s. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, don't <laughs> laugh there, old guy. But my sister, back in like the 70s, fell asleep with her contacts in her eye, and they were glass contacts. We were going to Florida the next day. Oh, no. They had to put patch it. These, they put these. In yeah, Florida. yeah. Uh, they, um They had to put these bandages over her eyes. So the entire trip to Florida, she looked like a fly. <laughs> And we've got pictures somewhere. And we were bugging her the whole time. I'm she, sure you do. So she couldn't see we were she, bugging yeah, her. Yeah, we were bugging her. Buzz, 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 buzz. And so, uh, but luckily your eyes heal real quick. So by the time we got down there the next day, she could have those back off again. But oh. she cut her eyes up. So my, ugh, point, my, ugh. Point, my point is, to, to some degree, cut her. Scratch the retina. The retina or whatever. And so, Scratch so if this was a hard contact lens, I got to think it would be a lot more damage because it says it's a uh, gas permeable lens, which sounds like the soft ones. Yeah. Anyway, Whatever. I'm not an expert. Someone will straighten me I'm not an eye doctor. This type of contact has been around since the 60s, according to the Canadian Associate. Oh, we're going to talk to the Canadians now. Beauty. Associate of Optometrists. Uh, although they're less common nowadays than soft contacts, well, maybe they are hard contacts. They're a bit more durable and easy to care for. One of the dangers of this lens is it can be dislodged more easily while playing sports or other activities right or just there. blinking your eyes. That's what doctors think happened to this woman. She hadn't worn, her con- uh, worn hard contacts since she was 14 years old. That year, she was playing, bad- uh, playing badminton and was hit in the eye mm. by the birdie. Oh, a bird hit her in the eye. A bird hit her in the eye. She was wearing contact lenses at the time. The lens was dislodged. She assumed it had fallen out. But instead, doctors think the lens dislodged inside her eyelid where it remained for nearly three decades. So, Good you know, people get, people that don't like the idea of contacts have this weird idea that contacts can, like, go up behind your eyeball into your brain or something. Ah. They don't. They stop no. at your eyelid because you got muscles that hold your eye in place. Yes. And so they roll up to behind your eyelid. I work, I work those out. Did you have eye contacts for real? Oh, yeah. At some point? Okay. Yeah, for years. So so I've a couple times had one that would like went north for the weekend. And okay. like went all the way up in the back of my... Like, Did it really? The, yeah. Well, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm joking about the weekend thing. It was just oh. a short day trip. <laughs> <laughs> but... And, and it, it's... it's what What's going that on? That was my elbow. Sorry. And so it's... um. It's it's a pain to get those things back down once they get up in there like that. That never happened to me. I never it's had an happened issue. like once to me. But then again, yesterday was or today was the first time I've ever had one that, that tore. Yeah, I've never had one tear. Apparently, no. uh, women with fingernails can tend to tear them because they get they're easy to tear. I've got fingernails. Again, women with fingernails. <laughs> You've got fingernails. No, I don't. I chew mine down to the <laughs> bone. I'm got a hor- I'm a horrible chronic nail biter. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, headline is you got a little tiny story. Mexico City restaurant busted over protected tarantula tacos. Those are tacos that are <laughs> federally protected. They're, 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 they're tacos that are actually have guards in front of them. <laughs> little tarantulas. Little, little tarantula guards <laughs> with little bandoliers on. This comes to us from Mexico City. 
Fancy a tarantula taco for a cool twenty-seven bucks there, Craig? Would you eat a tarantula taco? No, I wouldn't either. No, although they they'll eat your face. We again, know that again. Again, here's the deal. We eat food. I, I can think I can speak for both of us. We eat food because of the deliciousness. Deliciousness. Well, how of do you food. know a tarantula taco is not delicious? Because there's a line of about a billion other things that are guaranteed <laughs> to be delicious. I don't need to eat a spider. What if you had one and you thought I'll never eat anything else? This is the best thing I've ever had. The only time I would eat a spider, a worm, uh, something weird, grub worms, it would be when I am in the middle of the wilderness and I'm having to forge. naked and afraid. Well. I didn't need to take it that far, but I would say <laughs> survivor. No, they get food. I'm just saying if I found my, like on an Island. Okay. If those, oh, it's more like alone. They do eat bugs on alone. Well, I'm, anybody that's that, when you get hungry enough, you'll eat just about anything. Yeah. And uh, we talked yeah. about the movie alive. God that, that was eating a tree. <laughs> we talked about the movie alive where they were eating their friends that had died on the plane. I enjoyed the book much better, but yes, I didn't. I enjoyed the meal, the in-flight meal. <laughs> It's more like the after you don't flight want one after landing, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I think you hit a point where you you, you you'll eat it, you'll yeah. eat whatever, yeah, grubs, so. whatever, and that that at that point I might eat spider on a stick, but I'm not going to do it before that. Well, the Mexican authorities will not allow you to have a tarantula taco apparently, even for twenty seven bucks. You ever notice that when you see people eating this exotic stuff, and yeah. they, they, and then right after they give you the obligatory, oh, that's pretty good, but when they're chewing, they <laughs> tastes got, like chicken. But you ever notice, watch next time you see somebody do that. When they've got it in their mouth chewing, yeah. it's not a comfortable chew. It's like... Yeah, yeah. They're chewing with their teeth more than ever, trying to keep their tongue and their lips and everything <laughs> off of it. I, I I defy you to go find a video of somebody on one of those like weird shows where they eat the weird foods. Yeah. Find somebody who doesn't eat that normally or on uh, Fear Factor or something. They give them some crap. Watch them eat, and they, you've never seen somebody with their teeth... Like, yeah, that's it. I understand what you're saying. Exclusively, they're they're yeah. not enjoying it, and, no. when, and it makes it worse when they go. You know, it's actually pretty good. Well, really, why weren't you like smacking your lips when you're eating it? Have another one then. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> well, a Mexico City market restaurant recently put the arachnids on its menu and posted. What you just call them? The arachnids, arachnids, the arachnids on its <clears throat> menu and posted a video on the Facebook on the Facebook, Craig. Does it say the Facebook? Showing a chef torching one until blackened. The only problem, the Mexican red rump tarantula is a protected species. Red rump tarantula. I'm having problems. What's wrong with me? Hey, man, it's only 50 pesos. The Fed, no, it's $27. That's a lot of pesos. They were apparently on offer for 500 pesos. The Federal Environmental Protection Agency said Tuesday it was alerted of the situation via social media and seized four tarantula corpses that were all, that were ready to be served up on aren't tortillas. We, aren't we going a little far referring tortillas. to them as Aren't we going pretty far now, a little bit too far to call them corpses? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they put them on these tortillas and served them right up. The tarantula tacos were apparently on offer for 500 pesos or 50 times the price of a basic street taco. Good I don't grief. want to eat anything called a street taco. <laughs> 50 times? What if you went to Taco Bell and you said, I just want one regular crunchy taco, and they said that would be... Fifty dollars. I'd say no. I'd well, say no, what? I'd say, I'd say what am I in Venezuela? What is that? A tarantula in there? <laughs> oh, I easy. Just, I'm, I'm just <laughs> I can't hear anymore. The restaurant menu also features other creepy crawlies, such as grasshoppers, which are we know people eat those all the time. Worms and ant eggs, which have long. See, a, when you start eating things like ant eggs, you're you. What are you doing over there with the noise? It's the. Uh, it's the. Oh, there we go. You are you. The quality of it's, this. What's funny is I'm going to cut that noise out, and you're going to be saying, "What are you doing?" And nobody's going to hear it. But I don't know nobody. what you're talking about. What are you talking about? The restaurant's menu also features 
Uh, no, I was going to make a point of when you start eating things like ant, ant eggs, eggs. How do you you're, boil them? You're running out of things. Because I, I think how I'm, do you make little deviled versions of yeah. them? <laughs> Which have long have a long tradition in Mexican cuisine and scorpions. Which are less common, of course. Again, all teeth. I see people eating scorpions going, oh, this is good. I, 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 yeah, this is great. You ever eat a grasshopper? No. But you know what? What's we, the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Um, Probably escargot. Nothing fancy. I've never had that. I've had that. No, I've never had that. And actually, I had it at a restaurant that's not here. It's a famous, locally famous, pretty famous steakhouse that's not here anymore. I think they built a baseball field on it. Um, but it was you know expensive restaurant anyway it was good and i took one over to it was good oh it was great although the whole time i kind of had that teeth when i was chewing it, it was almost like i didn't See, look yeah, natural with yeah. it but it it's not what you think i mean it's it's Tastes like chicken no other, actually the weirdest thing i've eaten it's not weird let me start by saying it's not weird people eat this all the time weird to me but that anybody would want to eat it was in a bento box at a, at a sushi at a japanese restaurant yeah and they give you an octopus tentacle and it's like it's literally like eating a big fat rubber band. There's Ugh. no flavor. Well, why would you do that? I, I didn't. I gave the other one to somebody who was with us. I can't eat this. I mean, it was. I mean, it was. It had nothing to do with the flavor. It is, had, there, is it coated it, with it the like, sauce? It was like a rubber ball. I was chewing on. <laughs> I'm not being. I'm not exaggerating. It really. So, was. But it didn't taste seafoody. No, it wasn't like eating crab or anything. It was. It was horrible. I thought it was horrible. Well, maybe I'd like it. it. But that's what I'm saying. It wasn't. This. It's not even the normal issue of. Did you just not like the 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 flavor, or was it gross? It's or something? just the texture. It was no. It was when you bit into it. It was like you were trying to bite through a rubber ball. It Maybe was, you got a bad. You know what they said? They found a toy, and <laughs> accidentally. That explains why I kept going. Are we done with that story? By the yeah, way, yeah, I think so. Hey, man's uh, man paints. I was his pants. I was going to say pants, but it wasn't talking about his pants at all. No, it's not. Man paints backyard to comply with city's code to look green. <laughs> I love it. I uh, love it. This takes us to Ogden, Utah. You know, you and your wives are from there. Utah. A Utah man fed wives. up with a city code <laughs> that mandates green lawns found his own way to comply with the rules. Resident Michael Goldman has lived in Ogden for five years now, but this year he said the city is coming down hard about the way his yard looks. This is not something the government should be telling you. If your yard is mowed. Yes. It, and I'm saying this because I speak from experience. If you, my, I've got the ugly yard on the street. No, you do not. It's, it's compared to the other ones it is. It's and ugly when I pull my little cart through it and leave the wheel tracks. That's true. Yeah. But but you you know, you know don't usually come over and do that very often. Only you know, weekly. <laughs> but anyway, my point is that you don't really, if they're not, if it's not a problem for like causing rats, snakes, that kind of stuff, it's not, if, if it's mowed, leave them alone. Who cares what color it is? That's subjective. Yeah. I have a big issue with anybody, even, uh, what is it, homeowner associations? Yeah, I hate those. Uh, anybody that tells me how I have to paint my house, yeah. that drives me nuts. Yeah. Or might keep my yard. Or that you have to wear pants outside. Yeah. I'll, that kind I, of thing. I happen to like weeds in my yard. Yeah, you yeah. do. That is, to you, it's beautiful. I'm so short, I go out and it's like I'm in the wilderness. Yes. Yeah. Aren't wild, wildflowers basically weeds anyway? Yes. Yeah. That's yes. Anyway. Uh, they're citing a lot of people for not keeping it green, not keeping it mowed, Goldman said. They told me I had a certain amount of time to make it green. Goldman told code enforcer uh, enforcement officers he couldn't uh, have a green yard in 10 days, but no. could complete a new backyard over the next few years. Ogden Director of Community and Economic Development, Tom Christophilus. Good job. Uh, said over the phone that he, he stood actually over the phone while he said this. I don't know why they do that there in Utah. That he didn't know the details of Goldman's specific case, but 
that if there is a code compliance issue, code enforcement officers, I call them CEOs, yes, <laughs> should grant a hardship request. I doubt if a two-year plan would have been accepted on a water plan, Christopoulos said, who sounds just like the other guy. We would expect a plan that would address the issue immediately. Okay, well, you can't make grass grow any faster than it's going to grow. How, how quick can Kim Lawn come out and make your yard green? Do you know? You got any I'm idea? sure maybe if you pay the high-tiered one, they could probably do it pretty quick, pump a lot of chemicals. In. Yeah. And then there's a question of, okay, now you want me just to pump chemicals in the yard? Yeah, good point. Of course, those are supposedly safe chemicals. Supposedly, show me the, safe. Show me the show me the paperwork. <laughs> I don't have it on me. Um. Anyway, Christopoulos also added that he was the normal code enforcement. Uh, that this was the normal code enforcement for commercial or residential places. It's been a code for over twenty years. Christopoulos said. Goldman was given ten days to make his yard look green, so I just got an idea of painting it. Good. I love Using it. environmentally safe paint used on golf courses and football fields, Goldman paid $70 to make his yard green in one day, <laughs> and his wallet is greener for that it as well. Awesome. My back lawn is going to take a bit longer. It's almost $1,700 just in sod for 4,000 square feet, Goldman said. For what I've spent one month of watering, I could do this two or three more times. Goldman said the city will drop by on Monday to see if it meets the qualifications. If they find another reason for me to do something else, I'll fix it, Goldman said. I'm not one to get uh, on the city's case. Well, he should get on the city's case because it's stupid. Yeah. Again, you know, if if we're going to get in the business of my yard's got to be a certain, uh, you know, PMS color, you know, <laughs> green 432 or whatever. I don't know yeah. what number green is. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, I think it's four characters. But anyway, either way, if, if they're going to bring a palette out, yeah. then, you know, and we got to match that. Yes. I'm out. Just start billing me the fine every month. Well, our yard... It seems like every summer our yard has an area that's brown for some reason. It just doesn't grow green well, grass, uh, and it moves. It's different Bermuda areas. Bermuda stays brown until... No, I'm, in, I'm, I'm up here in Tennessee. No, 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 <laughs> the, the Bermuda grass. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I thought you might have thought it was right. in Bermuda. I love Bermuda grass because it's really a thick, uh, hardy type grass. Yeah. But uh, it it does take longer to turn green after the wintertime. It do, turns, do they fly it over? Sometimes. Okay. And um, well, they, and they drop it in triangles. <laughs> the sod only comes in triangles. Be they're Bermuda triangles. Yeah, you don't want to get near it. No. You, well, you don't want to go out in your yard when they're putting no, them out. No. And you, imagine, lost. imagine one Bermuda triangle. Imagine when they bring out like several pallets of Bermuda <laughs> we should triangles. Do a show on Bermuda. B- 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 you can't tri- even say it. Bermuda triangles. Yeah. Sod. Yeah. <laughs> I bet we could sell Bermuda triangle sods. Sod. Bermuda triangle sod. <laughs> If we sell it actually in triangle shapes. Okay. Headline is, and this is one of these ain't makes me angry headlines, but it's funny too. Netflix film crews now banned from looking at each other, Craig, for longer than five seconds. <laughs> in, in Me Too crackdown. <laughs> True story. Everything, uh, ev- everything is stupid. Me, hashtag me too. <laughs> everything is so stupid. I, I use it for things. I use that hashtag like if somebody says, just had a great burger. Yeah, and jumbo and delicious. Hashtag me too. Yeah, I think everyone should just abuse that. <laughs> Netflix has introduced new anti-harassment training in the wake of the me too, uh, hashtag me too movement that rocked Hollywood and seriously disrupted production on its House of Cards show. 
Which, by the way, did we check to see is the Kevin Spacey star gone yet, or is the Bill Cosby star gone yet? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they are. I don't by think the they way. are either. Uh-huh. Did, you, did you hear? Did you see the guy that's putting down fake? Absol- yeah, we did. Did we do that story? We didn't. No, no. that's great. That, those things. Those things look great. It looks real. Yeah, he's going around <laughs> with. The, he's, for he's got these vinyl up. decals <laughs> that are perfectly sized. For Donald Trump star, and he said every time somebody messes up one of Donald Trump, I guess there's a couple there. But well, he said every time got, somebody no, destroys he's got the one, one that they keep destroying, he adds fifty. <laughs> so he adds fifty just to like whack a mole. <laughs> New rules imposed on uh, on set reportedly include no looking at anyone for longer than five seconds, no lingering hugs, no flirting, and no asking for a colleague's phone number. <laughs> This is just too much. Hey, guys, I'm sorry I'm late. I was going to call and let you know my car had a flat, but I didn't know how to get a hold of anybody. I can't text you. I don't know your number. I'm not allowed to tell you anything. (laughs) This is like kindergarten rules. Are you talking to me? I didn't know if you're talking. Well, I wasn't looking at you because I'm not allowed to. Billy, stop staring at Johnny. Yes, baby. Don't look at me. It puts a whole new meaning on don't look at me. (laughs) Yeah, don't look at me. What are you going to do if somebody looks at you for six seconds? Uh, Director. I'm going to be. No, I'm actually going to be. Flattered. <laughs> Somebody looked at me for longer than five seconds. So, real quick, uh, speaking of Netflix, have you seen this whole uh, this whole this big thing now with the commercials playing in between shows? People are complaining about. No, no, I haven't. So Netflix is now on uh, certain devices. I don't know if all devices do it. I think my, my newest Roku would probably be the one that would do it. Um, but t- computer, whatever, and and when you're watching a show, when your show ends, they're allegedly i haven't seen this firsthand they're making you watch a netflix commercial for something else in between oh in but between it doesn't the come shows. on it doesn't come on in the actual show no but it comes on like you're trying to be you're you're already paying a subscription now i have seen that yeah you're already paying a subscription and people yeah. are like no we're not paying a subscription it and, doesn't bother me well and i'll tell you why because the couple that i have seen have been related to what i just watched yeah, but don't encourage it well it doesn't bother me no don't encourage it you know netflix <laughs> listens to this podcast okay <clears throat> Did someone not silence a device? Uh, no, it's I can't silence the soundboard. Oh, that is true. <laughs> That's what it came in on. How about you have some? Uh, <laughs> that was, of course, Lori. I was gonna say, once you, once you, you know, it, maybe if she actually listened to the show, she would know. <laughs> She's gonna listen to this one. I'll tell you. I'll say, hear that? Yeah, because that I can't cut out. It's if, on a different if, track. If you're if you're not going to listen to the show, you're also not allowed to interrupt the show. Actually, I can't cut that out. I just no, realized. Leave it. Okay, I'll no, leave, leave it. it. All right, darn it. Everyone has spoken to me about hashtag me too and on set runner currently working on the new season of black mirror told the sun. Do you watch black mirror? Didn't like it. Oh, I love it. It's you, you would. And Randall loves it. Well, oh, wait, wait, oh, so I'm supposed to say, okay, now I love it because yes. you and Randall love it. No, yeah. Cause Randall's your big buddy. Apparently he, he likes me more than you. It's just cause you go visit. Yeah. Well, once other times I passed <laughs> you through flew the, over once and waved. I remember that. Just kind of waved. Oh boy. Staff, uh, senior staff went to a harassment meeting to learn what is and isn't appropriate. A harassment meeting. Mm, back is, back when I was in, going to meetings on dailies, every meeting was harassment meeting because I got harassed in them. I feel like when I wake up in the morning, the whole day is full of harassment. Absolutely. Me, hashtag me too, Craig. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> me too, Aaron. Looking at anyone longer than five seconds is considered creepy. Well, what if you're in a conversation? Everyone, uh, all of our four listeners need to start. Every time you post anything on Instagram or Facebook, I want you to tag it. Hashtag me too, followed by hashtag hashtag weird podcast. podcast. So people will go, what? (laughs) 
You mustn't ask for someone's number unless they've given permission for it to be distributed. What? Distributed? (laughs) Distributed. What is wrong? And if you see any unwanted behavior, report it immediately. I see lots of unwanted behavior. Absolutely. It has sparked jokes. They had well, duh, no, no. These idiots, no joke. Gonna get, they're going to they're gonna get what's coming. With, I mean, they're they're, they're going to they're going to sanitize everything to the point where nothing works anymore. Uh, it's going to ridiculous. It's all it, political correctness is going to kill entertainment. It's already killed comedy. It's not killing this place right no, here, sir. Not this podcast is. I, I ain't scared. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. With people looking at each other, counting to five, then diverting their eyes. One, One two, two, three, four. four. Quit looking at me, Aaron. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> Netflix defined or declined to confirm or deny the report, but told the independent in a statement, we're proud of the anti-harassment training we offer our productions. We want every Netflix production to be safe and respectful working environment. We believe the resources we offer empower people on our sets to speak up and shouldn't be trivialized. You know who else is proud of their training videos? Uh, Go no. on YouTube and watch Wendy's, Taco Bell, any of these fast food places, yeah. watch how proud they are of the piece of garbage that they've produced. <laughs> are you, they on there? They're yes. training videos? There's a Taco Bell drive through one I just recently saw. <laughs> oh, I gotta the watch Wendy's it. one, and especially the ones that are really badly dated back to the 80s. Oh, like those have got to be fun. But watch these, and you will see how proud someone can be of a piece of garbage that they make. I so had to Netflix, watch, I'm not impressed Netflix. You know, with my new position, I had to watch some training videos. I bet they were stellar. They were incredible. Uh, Oscar uh, nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes yeah. sometimes people get them right. And speaking, speaking of my new job, do you realize, Craig, that in the time we've been recording this podcast, I have had four full-time jobs. Yeah, you really probably should commit to something. <laughs> people stop laying me off. I'd be since, fine. Since I have started this podcast, I have had hold on. Stop. One. Good for you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow, Craig received the pink piece of paper. Don't blame me. St. Lucie County. God, quote-unquote. You didn't read the headline, mister. Oh, sorry. Florida man Named God Burgles in Shorts. <laughs> Gargles in Shorts? No, Burgles. God got busted after sheriff officials say he burglarized a home in his boxer shorts. <laughs> Where's he going to put his, the stuff? In his jocks. <laughs> uh, according to an affidavit. They Any speefies? Um, the case, which likely would not be described as divine, began July 25th as a man and a woman were in their home on Palm Drive. You know Palm Drive. Yeah, it's right it's, over near yeah, Burger King. Yeah, it's right over there. Yeah. They told St. Lucie County Sheriff's officials they heard a knock on the door. The woman opened the door and saw a man clad only in blue boxers. <laughs> the woman said the apparent blue boxer wearing door knocker was her neighbor. She said he forced his way in, got a few feet inside before they pushed him back out again. Wait a minute. What? What if he was just like wanting wanting his mower back or something? What if he was bleeding from the from a yeah, knife? Yeah. What in if his somebody was his house was on fire? Yeah. What if he lost the ability the, the the to use speech? What if he couldn't speak anymore? What if he had that Florida disease, that stupid disease? What if things were reversed and they were actually in his house? Why are they so mean to their neighbor? Why are we reading the rest of the story? Why didn't he just stare at him for more than five seconds? She caught. That is a very valid point. Okay. She called 911 as the man stood outside their front window looking into their house and yelling things. He was probably trying to warn them there was a guy in their house. <laughs> Investigators knocked on the neighbor's door. And, and they a pushed man, him out. <laughs> yeah, a man in blue boxers opened it. 
The man declined to identify himself, saying his name was God. Well. Further, the man said God was his date of birth. (laughs) God eventually said his name was Joseph Daniels. Interesting, his name was Joseph and Daniel. Yeah. And he's claiming to be God. Yeah, Joseph and Daniel. That's true. But declined to answer questions. Daniels, 47, was arrested on charges of burglary of an occupied dwelling and resisting an officer without violence. Well, that's weird. That's definitely a weird story. Okay, let's go from Florida to, uh, let's go down under, shall we? Okay. I'm going to play the theme song. Oh, I can't. Because we got our new soundboard. It doesn't have it on there yet. But act like I just played the the, uh, Australian theme song. Okay. Headline is, Gold Coast Man Jailed for Stalking Woman and Licking Her Ear. I miss that theme song, Aaron. Everybody want to do yeah, do the kangaroo. Okay. Does that make you better? Yeah, say it again now. Everybody no, want to no, no, oh. the, the headline. <laughs> Gold Coast Man Jailed for Stalking Woman and Licking Her Ear. It says licking her car. I mean, her car. <laughs> <laughs> Who's blind now? I'm having issues, man. I'm exhausted. Are you having a stroke? I don't know. Gold Coast man jailed for stalking woman and licking her car. Yeah, not her ear. Okay, that's weird. Well, either one, <laughs> They're really. both weird. A Gold Coast man has been jailed after he filmed Unless himself. Unless the car was mint flavored. After he filmed himself licking a woman's car and then rang her to tell her what he had done. Hello? Oh, that's not a lick. Hi, uh, this is Christopher Patrick Allen. <laughs> I just got through licking your car. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? You blooming onion. Oh. Anyway, he's 26 years old. Christopher Patrick Allen. What if the car tasted like a chocolate thunder from uh, down under? Oh. What if it tasted like a... Some Vegemite. A blizzard. A Vegemite. A Vegemite Do they blizzard. have Dairy Queens in Australia? I don't know. Because they've got like I, I've Queensland. Some, I've still got some Vegemite up in the cabinet if you want well, some. Well, yeah, you'll have it for a long time because it just takes like a drop. Do you want some? Not right now. You I'm don't. doing a podcast. Okay. Okay. He was, he was sentenced to 12 months behind bars after pleading guilty to stalking the stranger. Uh, the court heard his victim looked Allen up on Facebook after receiving the strange call in which he confessed his actions. Hello. I just want to let you know uh, there's a one, there's a wide streak going down the side <laughs> of your car yes, where that dust is gone. <laughs> I licked it. I licked it. And I'm, not, I'm not sorry. I did it. Yeah, I'm going to do it on the other side tomorrow. Well, right now, I've got to go have some shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> then I'm going to have a blooming onion. Yes. That's not a knife. Okay, we covered them all. Police said he had a history of sending similar videos to strangers. Well, maybe he's just a funny person. And uh, definitely funny. Is there a law in the books that says you can't lick somebody's car? I've never seen a law like that. And the sentencing magistrate described his actions as revolting. Outside court, Allen's lawyers admitted he does not uh, he does know that it's strange behavior spelled in an Australian uh, spelling there, but offered no explanation was for that, it. Was that pertinent to the storytelling? Well, it's just for you to know. Okay, thanks. Well, uh, I could see it. It's he is generally uh, he's genuinely remorseful for his actions. Bettina Webb said. Bettina. He knows it's a strange behavior. Funky cold Bettina. And once he's released from custody in November, he does seek to sort those out by way of seeing a psychologist might want to see a psychiatrist i don't know this i um <laughs> you were what uh, i um uh, uh-huh i'm just i'm just over here waiting for you to finish that's it oh that's you're it. done yeah, yeah hey yeah 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 let lunch ladies <laughs> hey ladies lunch ladies charged in half million dollar scam okay you remember the lunch ladies that we've uh, talked about them in our school right did, did, and we've also discussed the fact that me and Tommy Hoover used to go through the salad 
uh, line. But you, do you remember there were, you could make sandwiches or you could make a salad? Yeah. And salads were like, I don't know, a so quarter of a So you make a sandwich and hide it under a salad. We, we, we wouldn't use bread, but we'd stack about four inches of lunch meat under our lettuce. <laughs> I mean, all I remember, I honestly, only thing I remember from high school lunchroom was one time some uppity lunch lady tried to accuse me. Yes. Of, I love the story. Of, 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 <laughs> I don't really. Yes. I don't remember what she told me. She just accused me of doing something. I said, I didn't do that. She probably accused you of putting lunch meat under your, your <laughs> lettuce. <laughs> you said that was Aaron and Tommy. It wasn't me. <laughs> now she didn't, it wasn't like it, it, it wasn't like it was a big altercation. It was just like for a second, she was accusing me like I did something. I didn't. I didn't do that. Do you remember the the teacher's lunch table? In yeah. The, in the ca- it was always like we were in court. You yeah, know, they had they're all right the there by the window. Yeah, yes. right there by the window. And they were all watching us. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm eating just lettuce. And and magically, <laughs> magically, once lunch was over, it yeah. became the teacher's study hall table. That's right. Without <laughs> with no fanfare whatsoever, it became. <laughs> yeah, it is now. I'm sorry, I can't talk to you now. This is. This, <laughs> yeah. I have to watch these people study or not study. I Did don't you really finish care. eating lunch? Okay, leave me alone then. I'm watching. I'm trying to watch people not study. Oh, teachers. We'd sleep in study hall. <laughs> I never did that. I couldn't sleep at school. There was too much going on around me. I could sleep anywhere. I never went to study hall. I was in the hall. I, was, I went to you hall. Were, you, were, <laughs> you were running around <laughs> pretending to be a janitor. Yeah, I was running around having a good anyway, time. Anyway, New Canaan. Uh, sisters and former school cafeteria workers could be serving lunch in prison after being... Now, that's a presumptuous. <laughs> Who knows Just if they're, because they serve it in a school. Does not mean that they are qualified to serve that stuff in prison. Uh, after being charged with stealing nearly a half a million dollars in the past five years. Honestly, what school system has a half a million dollars in a five-year period? Okay, let's go back to our high school for a second. Were, were you, I want to read the story. Were you there for the, the great food fight of 84? No, no, you told me. I think Okay. So you weren't in there during that time? No, my parents taught me to behave at school. I had to clean that stuff. I had to help clean all that up. Good. I didn't do anything. You, were you in the room? I was in the room. There's really no footage to prove. I was under a table. You were standing under a table. Coach Moore. Coach Moore said, Aaron, you're part of this. You helped. Just just because he thought he knew me. He thought you were buds. He thought you were bros. Yeah. No, no. He thought that that I was involved. Yeah, because he thought he he knew you well enough to say, hey, you can clean this up. (laughs) My chair's squeaky. You hear that? Yeah, I hear it. Can I finish this story Go about ahead. the lunch ladies? I just wanted to say that about Coach Moore. Joanne Pascarelli, 61, of Stratford, and her sister Marie Wilson, 67, of Wilton. Um, turned the Wilson them, sisters. The Wilson the Wilton sisters. sisters. The, Wil- the, the offices of Stratford and Wilton. The Wilson sisters were in Hart. You, honest to goodness, you're not going to let me read this story. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm they getting They turned loopy. themselves into New Canaan police over the weekend after warrants were issued for their arrest. Both Warrant. have been charged with larceny and defrauding a public community for purportedly stealing $478,000 from 2012 to 2017. It's actually over. It was like That's four, a lot of money. It was almost $479,000. Police say the scam could have been ongoing for 15 years or more, but were advised to limit an investigation to five years due to statutes of limitations. So, so they actually could have gotten a million and a half dollars if they did Maybe. the same rate every five years. Yeah. Pascarelli and uh, Wilson were placed on administrative leave in late 2017 and resigned in December around the time when the Board of Education began looking into possible theft of money. One of the cases brought against Pascarelli is the discrepancy in average daily deposits made at Sachs or Sakes Middle School uh, in the time before and after her resignation. 
At the middle school, the average daily deposit from 2013 to 2016 fiscal year ranged from $18 (laughs) to $33. They're like, nobody bought lunch. Two kids. Yeah. (laughs) 18 to $33 a day. We thought the kids just didn't like the food or they weren't hungry. Wait a minute. I spend that on lunch on a daily basis. That's like now. After a new software installation in summer of 2016 that registered and documented cash intake, daily deposits went up an average of 93 a day for the 2017 school year. In 2018, the fiscal year in which Pascarelli had left for the second half, the daily deposits went up was $183 a day. <laughs> this is what this is what's so funny is the guy, whoever was looking at these this paperwork was like, okay, we had $18. What have we started serving? Yeah, what are we, what are we making? <laughs> we need to make we, more of that. Yeah, make, serve more of that. Have we raised prices? <laughs> 183 a day from 18 from 18 <laughs> according to an affidavit uh, pascarelli told police in an interview in march that she didn't know how much a discre- uh, such a discrepancy let me try that again she didn't know how such a discrepancy could be explained and that she would never take money no <laughs> separately wilson in interviews with police informed them that she provided money to her boss, quote, oh. unquote, the, Can- the New Canaan High School cafeteria, around $100 a day, but that she personally never took a dollar. Pascarelli and Wilson could not be reached for comment because they only get one phone call every day. <laughs> and they don't want to waste it they don't with waste the papers. <laughs> with the papers. <laughs> it's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Oh, boy. Top 10 best bands which changed their lineup within their first three albums. Now, these are bands that may have very well gone from nothing to superstars because of this. Yeah. Because you do have a lot of bands that you go, well, if they never got these people, this never would have been on the map. And it's almost like it's an opposite list because number 10 should be number one. Number nine should be number two and so on and so on. I don't know why it's uh, actually two and one are pretty good, but nine and 10 are, are really good. Well, why don't you start? Okay, number 10. No, I was kidding. I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> Would you stop? I'm just messing with you. All right, number 10 of the top 10 bands which changed their lineup within their first three albums, Rush. After their first album, original drummer John Rutsey left and was, of course, replaced by the greatest rock drummer in the history of music. What a Rutsey. Neil Peart. I wonder what John Rutsey sounded like. I wonder how he drummed. He's like, boom, 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 Because Neil Peart, if you listen to his drums, I don't know how he does it. I really don't. And, and even live, I've tell seen live. The, tell that to the Def Leppard drummer. I don't know <laughs> oh, how you please. do it. I, I've seen Neil Peart live. No, I haven't been to their concert, but I've seen videos. I, I, I don't know how he does it. It's like he's got six arms. And maybe he does. Maybe he's a spider. He does he's it. Got he's got arms. two. Number nine of the top ten best bands which changed their lineup within their first three albums. Iron Maiden. Bruce Dickinson was hired for their third album. Yeah, I didn't know that. I don't, I don't keep up with any of these bands, honestly. I'm actually a big fan of Iron Maiden and Rush. Uh, number eight, I'm not a big fan of, but my wife loves them, uh, the Moody Blues. A lot of their original members left uh, the band after the, their debut, which was more pop-influenced. Now I'm hearing that song, Wildest Dreams, in my head. Okay, good. I don't know very many Moody Blues songs. Ask Lori. It's like her favorite band. Number seven. Metallica. Dave Mustaine, with a small M, yeah. was kicked. <laughs> Before their first album even came kicked. out. He was kicked. It just says kicked. <laughs> it does. Uh, number six, Iron Butterfly. We are now seeing uh, In the <laughs> in Garden, the Garden of Eden Vida. by Iron Butterfly. <laughs> Iron Butterfly. Yes, Iron Butterfly. Iron Butterfly. 
Iron butterfly. Yes, just drops right out of the sky. Iron butterfly. Can't fly. Iron it's, butterfly. It, it flies right next to the Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Number five. Top ten best bands which changed their lineup within their first three albums. Supertramp. Love them. After their first album, the drummer and guitarist, it says or bassist, were replaced. Okay, whatever. Are you a big Supertramp fan? I love Breakfast in America. I do too. You've seen, all the, every day. You, you've seen all the conspiracy theories about the album cover? Yes, oh, we yeah. talked about that on here. Yeah, didn't? yeah, we, we have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, yeah, that. yeah. It, the, Super Tramp is a band that I discovered after high You know, in high school, I was focused only on REO Speedwagon. Right. Listening to anything else was like. Quite right. Like music adultery. You're, you're, bloody, well, you're bloody well right. But after breaking out of high school, I didn't break out of graduate. <laughs> they let you go. You <laughs> I mean, they, they, I, after getting kicked out of high school. No, Super Tramp is one of those bands that I was like, holy cow, these guys got talent. Yeah, they're really good. All right, number four of the top ten bands which changed their lineup within the first three albums, King Crimson. Why did you say Adrian Blue? I mean, that's like, King Crimson. Adrian Blue? I don't know. I, I don't know anything about King Crimson. Yeah, I think he lived in Mount Juliet. What? Yeah, a um, friend of mine I worked with said he was uh, standing at McDonald's one day, and he goes, hey, aren't you Adrian Blue? What's their big hit? And he goes, I, I don't I, I, I never listened to him. Hey, leave me alone. Leave okay. me alone. Hey, good idea. I know what you're talking about. Hey, no. Um, I know he, the name, but, but I just he was, can't I think, place any But he music. was... Um, but I, I never listened to him. But uh, he said he was talking to me. He goes, aren't you? They're like in the McDonald's lot. They're waiting to order. And he goes, aren't you Adrian Balloon? And he goes, yeah. And and, and he uh, he goes about, that was really cool. And about a minute later, they were talking about PTA stuff. And he said, can you sign my Big Mac? <clears throat> no, he, he looked at him for five seconds and he had to look away. <laughs> All right. Number three. Yep, number three. You're losing steam over there. Come on. Number three is you, man. Oh, it is me. <laughs> I'm losing steam. Yeah, you've got to get your steam together. The Birds. Gene Clark left the band during the production of their third album. The, the third album. Their, their third <laughs> album. Number two. One of my all-time favorite bands, Jefferson Airplane. Grace Slick was not on their first album. I should probably go listen because that probably would enjoy that. I whatever. love Grace. You can Slick. love her. You want. I love her. Mickey Thomas. Mickey Thomas His is voice. incredible. It, it, awesome vocals. Oh my gosh! He's you know, one of my I got favorite. to see. I went to see them in concert when both of them were, were with the band. Yeah, we're running out of time here. Or, oh, sorry. We really, studio we, time's running out. Yeah, we really don't. We I, honestly we anyway, just, great we, concert. Uh, I, Mickey Thomas. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Amazing high vocals. Just awesome. How about that Elvin Bishop song you did? Hey, we're running out of time, man. Yeah, right. Go Remember he was the lead singer in that? Yeah, yeah. He'd been through a million girls. He'd love me to leave him alone. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, he must have been he through a He didn't care how much they cried, no sir. No. Anyway. It, those, their tears left him. Gold is a should we continue? Go ahead. Number one, top 10 best bands which changed their lineup within their first three albums, Pink Floyd. Hey! Sid Barrett, the original guitarist, singer, and band leader, was kicked out of the band during the production of their second album. How do you feel about Pink Floyd? I like The Wall, and I, I like some of their stuff. I'm not, Dark I'm Side not, of the Moon? Yeah, I'm not a raging fan. I, I mean, really like them a lot. You a like lot. Them, you like them a lot. A lot. You didn't, you didn't know this, but this song... I'm indifferent. This song was written and performed by Pink Floyd. That's a lie. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's Mark Patch. But the same thing. So much talent. <clears throat> hey, thanks, everybody. No one's, no one's buying what you're selling. Thanks for listening to episode 203. It was a rambling episode. It was a rambling episode. R-A-M-B-L-I-N. Apostrophe. I gotta go over there and get another can of fizz. Yeah, would you get me one while you're out there left that fridge? Yeah. Who owns the stuff in the studio fridge? Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Grab me one, would you? All right, we're going to go now. This is episode 203. If you stick around, come back on Friday. No, Monday. Monday, yeah. You'll get to hear episode 204, yes. Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. Do you understand, would you?
darn it. 